Welcome to 1001 Good Nights, a podcast about the stories behind bedtime stories. Follow along with two new dads, one a psychologist and one a book editor, as they explore the nighttime ritual of their foreseeable future. Hey, Ben. Hey, Nick. Uh, when we ask people what popular children's book often bothers them or, or faintly disturbs them, I feel like a really common response is the Love You Forever book. A, a lot of people say that they, they, they've come around to where they love it or their kids love it, but they still uh, find it mildly creepy. Would you say that's your reaction as well? Or Yes. I'm still, I, um, I, want, I want to love this book okay. more than I do. <laughs> um, and just to be clear... You find it creepy because, uh, like, is it the way that the uh, the mother kind of stares at her son, or the fact that even when he's like a teenager or a grown man, he's or she's sneaking into his room and like picking him up and rocking him? <laughs> is that is that the, is that the creepy part, or what's the? Yeah, it's it's sort of the um, yeah. Some about it just seems it seems unnatural in the sense that like that as far as I know, never happens like in, in life. Like that is just not, a, and I know there's all sorts of unnatural things in, in children's books, but it's like, it's like the uncanny Valley thing. Like it's, yeah. it's just close enough to being natural, you but mean not the, quite there. You've never woken up in the middle of the night as like a mid thirties year old man. And your mother is like driven. Repressed hard. <laughs> um, okay. So, but, but, and, and I think a lot of people know this, but just, just in case they don't essentially, like we said, she, you know, when she holds the new baby and then she holds, like she, and then consistently, the, you know, the, the kid is like testing her in various ways or, you know, getting on her nerves. But at the end of the night, she sort of looks at him and she says the same refrain, I'll love you forever. I'll like you for always. As long as I'm living, my baby will be. And she, she means that. <laughs> she really. <laughs> um, and then at the very end, um, there is this turnabout where she's, uh, I guess, in, maybe in the, the, the hospital. Um, or she's she's an older woman, and uh, uh, he visits. Maybe maybe she's just she she's just at, at her own at, at her own home, but she's really house, weak. Yeah. yeah, and and he comes and he rocks her, yeah. and says, you know, as long as I'm living, my mommy will be. Um, and so and I then, and then he goes home, home right, and then he he pauses at the top of the stairs, and then he goes into his child's room, and picks up his baby daughter. And says, you know, and then he repeats the plan. I'll love you forever. It, yeah. yeah, I like you for always, as long as I'm with my baby. So, I will say, I think, you know, I think a lot of times we've talked about how uh, how books, like the, the end, it's it, it, the ending's really interesting. And there's a lot of books I think that you like, and then that you could do without the last page. I think that uh, that last page uh, is what definitely redeems this book for me where he, or maybe the second to last page, like that moment when like I just, I was really struck by the, uh, like him pausing at the top of the stairs and then just kind of thinking and then going into his daughter's room. Like, and so I, I guess one of the questions that I have for you is, do, do you ever, like, do you find yourself like passing on to your kids stuff that happened to you or suddenly, or that, that moment, like, I feel like every now and then as a parent now, I will remember things that my mother, my father did with me just to clear. And I haven't thought about them in 30 years. And then maybe I, maybe I 
bring it into my, you know, my relationship, my own kid, or maybe I don't, but it it is this like really dramatic. Does that ever happen to you where you just kind of like this like ghost from your childhood comes back and then you find yourself like repeating it? Yeah, totally. And it's often like very little things. Like it's just, a, it'll be like a way of saying thing, like, like, like a particular phrase or, or even just like a, like a simple, um, activity. Like I, yeah. like we recently started, um, my, Elena got it in, got interested in playing baseball. Um, and so we just started like, she's got a little like nerf, like uh, wiffle ball bat and, and ball and started doing that. And like, I hadn't thought about, I didn't really like baseball that much growing up, but I remember playing with my dad, like playing catch with my dad. And, um, and I hadn't, but I hadn't thought about that in forever. And so doing that with her, it was like a little, yeah, it's like a little, um, what do you call those? Like, uh, anyway, yeah, a little memory that you just hadn't thought about in a while. Um, so yeah, I, I think, well, that, that's the thing about this book is that I, I totally agree with you about the end, actually. Like, I, I think, I, I don't know if it redeems the book for me, but um, it's very poignant. Like, I think there's a lot, the general sentiment of like, my, my kid is like a demon child all day long and just like driving me yeah. crazy. But then I still like, when I put him down to bed or like when I see them like lying asleep, taking their nap or in, in some way when they're unconscious, then I think to myself, you know, I really... <laughs> Yeah, no, but, 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 but you're but, you're reminded of your your kind of overwhelming love for them, despite yeah, well, and especially because sometimes um, you know, like bedtime or nap time can be a time when they're really <laughs> not necessarily pleasant to be around, and so right. 15 seconds before they fall asleep, it's like, man, you just really need to be asleep right now. Like, you'll feel better, I'll feel better, <laughs> and I can just yeah, like, get, I, I, and I can get out of this room and get on with my day, and and. And like have a productive evening and then they fall asleep. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just really kind of want to stay here and like, yeah, really just kind of kind of bask in this. Well, but, I think uh, that's, that's why this book is so, I feel so conflicted about this book okay. because there is so much to relate to and so much, um, it captures so much of like the spirit of being a parent, I think, um, that it's just like, oh, those like cringeworthy, like. <laughs> oh, so, so you say, <laughs> like, yeah, I, where... I'm totally with you. Like when my kid falls asleep, then I just realize how much I love them. Still not gonna like, you know, uh, like break into my adult children's homes. <laughs> to, 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 no, well, and even like the, the like, first time when when the kid's a baby or maybe even a toddler, but like once it's like the thirteen year old boy and she's like, man, like too far. Come on, yeah. you can't. <laughs> and I get the I, I don't know it it it's like a refrain, so like structurally, it's it's a thing. Um, but I it, yeah, it's the uncanny it's the uncanny valley thing. It's just too. It's it's like a little bit too unnatural and, and kind of creepy, and it it um it's distracting from the rest of the book for me. It makes it hard to appreciate the rest of the book for me. Well, but here here's something here's an, kind of another thing, which is this is like a, I feel like a trope in movies and books where, or and not just a not just a trope in those movies, but it's just you hear people talking about this in real life where someone says you're always going to be my baby, like, no matter how old you get, you're always be my baby girl, you're always be my baby boy. You'll never outgrow that. And then the, the child's like, ah, yeah, but I'm now I'm like a middle-aged like banker. <laughs> like, I'm not, I can, <laughs> like I can, you know, I, I can, I can take care of myself. It's like, oh, you'll still be my baby. And I'm, I'm always going to like, you know, coddle you or something. Is, is that, is that kind of what's it? That doesn't really feel like what this is, right? This just. No. Um, although that does bother me that I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't like that. I feel like partly that what that sentiment implies, I think for some people, what that sentiment implies is that like, Oh, like you were so wonderful when you were like little and just like yeah. cooed and crawled and like now you're a pain in the ass teenager and like right. an annoying like adult and um, it, everything was so wonderful when you were just a little kid and um, like a failure to appreciate sort of all the stages of um, 
childhood. Which maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm being naive. We're gonna here. we're gonna we're gonna check back in when you have when you have teenagers, Nick, and see when, if, if when my kids are middle aged bakers. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we're still podcasting. <laughs> we're still, we're still yeah. when my kids are middle aged bakers. We're still podcasting um, when your kids are middle aged bakers, uh, and and they're and they're sponsoring. They're like. They're like <laughs> Parents, uh, <laughs> we'll be we'll doing okay. Um, no, I think so. I think that uh, the the moment when, and I, I will say, so I, I, I feel like I would like to, in general, defend this book. But there is that scene when uh, the kid's like a, a two year old, and she's crouched by his bed, and she's staring oh, at him yeah. super creepily. Now, she <laughs> she is a creepy stare. Yep. And I bet though, I will say that like, I've had that same stare where I'm trying to gauge if my kid's asleep or not. And you're kind of like peering at them like in the, in the darkness and it, you've cracked the door just enough to be able to see if their eyes are closed. So I do. It, weirdly, uh, it's like a spaghetti Western standoff. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I think what you're saying is that it's this uncanny violent thing. We're like, yeah, that sentiment totally makes sense, but it's not just, that this is hyperbolic. It's like, this is, this seems just nuts. So this, this or like, yeah, you went too far. Now, now you made it weird, or like there's there's some kind of like it's like right. I, I, I'm totally with you, but actually I think I'm not with you. Like you really you really had me. Like how could you like <laughs> right? How could you let me down with this? <laughs> you let me but, down with this? <laughs> I also like I am open to the possibility that maybe it's just an an illustration issue. Like I, it would be fascinating if you told you know a hundred children's book artists to okay redo the illustrations for this and make it more palatable. Like you still have to include the mom staring at the kid and like holding her adult son. But like, can you do it in a way that doesn't make it? Oh, let's have you, uh, have they seen these illustrations or you just given them the text and saying, I'm not going to show the Mm. other illustrations. I don't want to influence you. That's a good question. I would just, but just, but just know that like, Somebody else tried this and it, it came off a little gave right. off some creepy vibes. So. Yeah, I think at first I would not tell them at all and just see if they see if they could do it. Um, and then a hundred a hundred listeners are gonna draw this exact this exact same. Probably. I'm skeptical that you could you could pull it off, but I'm open to that. Like maybe it is just a, a more more of a design uh, illustration thing. But uh but I feel like otherwise, um I'm 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 a pretty big fan of the book. That's part of the reason why I, I get so irritated, I think, is because it's it's so close. You know, it's like the it's the it's the home run, the one the gonna be home run and the guy like leaps over the wall and catches it at the last minute. And right. So yeah. Um Do you, so so we talked about what, what we like it. We have not yet <laughs> talked about our children. <laughs> like, this isn't about our children, man. This podcast <laughs> has nothing to do with our children. It's all about us, obviously. Do your uh do your kids do your kids like this? Does uh, do you do you do you sing do you sing the refrain? That, that, that that's a that's a question maybe. Uh, it's a big point of division in our household. I okay. do not sing the refrain. Cat does, um, and the, the girls seem to like that. But I just, <laughs> I just can't get behind the <laughs> the song refrain. Um, yeah, I don't, I, and they, they yeah they, they they seem to like that. I, I think they like this book okay. It's it's I wouldn't call it a hit, um, but it, it surfaces every now and then. Um, how about how about you guys? You know, this isn't really, uh, I, I don't know. Sometimes it's like when something's a hit, it seems very much kind of luck of the draw, like in terms of like what they pick. But so far they haven't seemed especially responsive to it. But I, but I you know, maybe, I don't know. I could, um, they like, uh, they like books where like the kids make big messes and, and that's often. <laughs> it's very validating. <laughs> so, so <laughs> Well, it's, um, it, it's sometimes, and sometimes when we read those books, I'm like, you're drawing the wrong, like this is supposed to be, <laughs> it's like, this has got a, this has got a, 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 
uh, a, a tangent, uh, and maybe this will get get me into my 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 own mother, who, who, who will always consider me. Maybe, but so my my mom was watching uh, watches the the series Monk. Are you familiar with like the, yeah, the yeah. And, and you know, part of this thing is he has these uh, like t- t- he has to have everything just so, and he has kind of some OCD tendencies. And um, my mom is also a, I wouldn't say she's a very tidy person and. I think she just is like finally like a tidy person on television who like <laughs> like likes to straighten things up and have like order and you know like I, she she had to do with me through all my children and I'm a, I'm I'm pretty messy and so she fi- finally you know, somebody on the screen that, that has like a, like a sense of like order and decorum <laughs> and it's like I, I think that that's not the conclusion that most people are drawing you know, from so, yeah. <laughs> from like but sometimes that's how I, I feel like like my kids are with. They, messes and books where it's like yeah these these kids like seem like they know how to have a good time and really, yeah, you got you but, got parents screaming at you all day long to like clean stuff up and finally you just yeah, really, here's, like let loose yeah here's a kid like living their best life and like really putting everything in the room in play you know simultaneously i love it yeah yeah it is so some of those i think actually those are my favorite scenes like the one where the the like toddler is like sitting in the bathroom, like dangling the gold watch over the toilet, you know, yeah. it's just like a disaster zone in the, in, like, that's fun. Those are fun. Yeah. <laughs> sort of, sort of some of the like mayhem of where's Waldo or, or right. and trucks or something. Yeah. Um, they look for, I will say though, as a parent, like I am like, I'm like, Oh yeah, that does make it harder to like, is th- those messes always happen at like really inopportune times. Like, it's not just like, Oh, you know, we, you know, kids make messes. I get that. And my, and my, in general, my tolerance for like, the messes that kids make, like it has gone up as a parent. Is that, is that, is that true for you? Like, I feel like now, like, or just like messiness, like messes at the table. Like I'm other people like, Oh my gosh, does he need to, you know, wipe his mouth? I'm like, yeah, I mean, you can wipe his mouth, but I'm, I mean, it's just gonna, it's going to just get right back to where it was. So let's just get through this meal and then we'll, <laughs> we'll just scrub right. everything down. But, uh, but I will say that like these messes, I'm like, I bet, like, I, I feel like I can just see that like the, the mother off camera, it's like, I just, I was having some like zoom meeting or something. I left like, for two minutes and, this is the, and you, you flushed a wash down the toilet. Hurricane toddler comes through <laughs> and it's right, just yeah. a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like my tolerance for mess has, has gone up as a parent for sure. Although in, I, I think my tolerance for dirtiness has not though. Like I'm way more able to tolerate just like toys everywhere and clothes everywhere on the floor. But uh, if if we like, I don't know if they just took a bath or if they just put on new clothes or something and they immediately go outside and start making like mud castles. I yeah. just, it's hard. And I, and I sympathize, I, I'm the same way. And I sympathize um, with my kids not being able to understand like, like why I'm suddenly upset when I'm like, I was happy with them before. Right. I'm like, man, like you, you just changed your clothes. Like, like, and it's like, well, yeah, but like, so it, that kind of like, it's okay to have messes sometimes under these certain circumstances, yes. but like, like this sort of like different sets of rules for things. Um, that's a hard, I mean, that's, that's kind of what we were talking about with library line, right? Where it's like these, like the way that kind of like codes of conduct can change under extraordinary circumstances and what's, you know, correct like the, when the context changes, like what's correct behavior changes. That's, that's just super hard to teach. Um, you know, as a parent, especially because your kids are growing older, but I guess the, the mother, she doesn't change her behavior. Like she, she just keeps doing, <laughs> doing, doing her thing no matter how old her kid gets. So, right. yeah. Um, yeah, I will. That, I think that's one of my biggest perennial parenting goals is to be more laid back about that kind of stuff. Um, 
because I I do feel like mo- like in hindsight most of it is, I mean it's annoying, but like what are you gonna do? Like it's just I don't know. Kids make mud castles and you know throw stuff around. Like it's and it's really like I don't know. There isn't a, a super good rationale for well, you know, you didn't follow the, you know, the, the three hour rule of like three hours after getting into new right. clothes, you can't go outside. Like it's totally, it's, it's all kind of arbitrary. And like kids sort of get that. I think they like pick up on that. Um, my five-year-old is certainly starting to like, um, argue look, yeah. like Socratically with me yeah. about like, well, dad, this is kind of inconsistent of you. <laughs> yeah. And also so. it's true that like some things, um, you, you have to realize that it, 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 sometimes like you put on a new set of clothes, but sometimes like you put on a new set of clothes and also, today's like a really stressful day for me for whatever like reason. Right. And you know, like we're, we're at like some, I don't know, like relatives wedding or something. And there's a lot of like, like family drama or something. And, and you, we, you were just messy. We clean you up, you put on new clothes and then you got them dirty right again. And we're already like 30 minutes late. Like that's like, and I, and you know, none there's a lot of like, like unseen, like, like rules and context that, that, you're, that you're not aware of. And so. Right. That, that that must seem really unfair. Um, b- before we get too far off, though, I do want to bring you back to one scene of the book that I find really interesting, which is it's when she's uh, when the mother is driving across town to, to oh, when her yeah. son is uh, 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 a grown man. He's a, he's a grown up man, and he has he has his own house. Right. Um, and honestly, it's I mean it's a you know it's a, he, he it's a two story house because it because in this scene she's driving across town and she has our ladder. <laughs> strapped to the roof of her car and so it's a, a dark night so it's like i don't know if she's thinking it's dark so that that's going to allow her to sneak in more easily or because she's afraid that he might be scared because it's dark or like or like i said like the, the breaking and entering will be <laughs> go unnoticed like she can <laughs> offer the most easy. but she's driving across town like under the cover of night but she still has a flag on the ladder like because it's sticking out beyond her car to like for because she's a mother and she's like, she's like concerned about Very people. Conscientious. I don't know. That is, uh, that's an awesome illustration. And see, like, I, I am so, I'm just so into like, like there's, there's so much go, go, going on there that I, that I love to parse. <laughs> yeah. The fact that she's like, um, is it, uh, I can't remember if it's, um, I guess she's not burglaring cause she's not actually stealing anything. Um, but she's, uh, no, no, she's break, breaking in breaking in for sure. Trespassing, you know, <laughs> trespassing, criminal, yeah. criminal trespass. I don't know. There's like a fine line, you know, uh, and, and, and also like the way that it is, uh, like set up, you don't like, is he, he's a grown up, and, and then that little thing, the, the phrases, but sometimes on dark nights, the mother got into her car and drove across town. And that's all the text there is on that, on that page and illustration. And in your head, you're thinking, oh, surely not. Like it was weird as a teenager, surely. <laughs> right. <laughs> but there's a ladder on her car. Like, what's she, like, what's she, what's she doing? You know? And so, uh, and then, yeah, no, sure enough, the next scene is, you know, him. It, I mean, logistically, how he, she's, I mean, is she, is he just a heavy sleeper? Is she, like, is this, is this, is she, is there, like, is she giving him something? Like, she drugged him <laughs> like, earlier. Yep, she was over for dinner earlier. And... That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I think okay. Wait, actually, this I think this really distills for me my what the issue is. Okay, when, good. When when you say something like "you'll always be my baby," it's understood that that's a metaphor. Like it's and then, but th- what this book does is it it literalizes a metaphor, something that is meant to be a metaphor, and yeah, it makes it literal, which is weird. You know, it's like um, I don't know. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> it's super weird. Okay. No, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's super weird. But I'll say, but you say it's meant to be, and I, yes, it's clearly meant to be a metaphor. And people say they're not saying like, "Do you need me to take you to the bathroom right now?" Because I'm not sure that you can like handle it. Um, but that's also it's it's weird when you when you see people who um, don't sort of. Re- respect or acknowledge that like their kids aren't kids anymore and they're 45 year old bankers now. Um, sure. And they don't. So I feel like it, it, <laughs> it sort of, ex- it like exemplifies that, that like inability to, I don't know, maybe I'm getting off in the weeds here a little bit, but um, yeah, it's, it's like a, like a weird kind of cl- clinginess. Okay. But in, uh, in the, the mother's favorite, like, so, is one 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 assumes that he's asleep in all this so those are this kind of like weird like does he know that she's i mean she's being so sneaky and doing this he wakes she's asleep but he he's, he's tolerating it. he's actually awake he's well like, oh, that's God, well that's yeah, like, <laughs> she's 80 years old coming to the window um but the fact that he does it to her and then does it with his own kid like is it just like that's is that meant to be that's some kind of like primal instinctive thing or is he hearkening back to all those times when he sort of like his eyes uh like like kind of fluttered open in the middle of the night and there his mother was you know rocking him like a college student you know like in, in the bed and <laughs> oh that's a good question actually like, yeah like, because like he knows he knows all the lines and and he like he's rocking his mother and he doesn't think that it's weird for him to be rocking his own mother and like mm. saying this like really sweet thing to her you know um so there it is he's actually awake during all those times yeah maybe i mean i don't know yeah also very creeped out. <laughs> um, and the other thing is, maybe we talked about this with the, uh, uh, like, wherever you are, my love will find you, which the thing about that book that I think other people sometimes are bothered by that I like is I think even if it's kind of weird, I I think that as like a bedtime story, it is, even if it's like do, kind of doofy and mildly creepy, just saying really sweet things like that in the presence of your kid is a good thing. Does that does that make sense? Like, there's there's something to be said for that. Like, yeah, I love it. being and able like the fact that by if you're reading this to your kid at night, by the end of the book, you will have told your kid, I don't know, five six times, "I'll love you forever." That's that's a that's a good thing, right? That that, that, that they get to hear that, you know, before, or that or that you get to hear yourself say that to them, you know, especially if they've been dropping watches down the toilet or, or, or things like that. So yeah, totally. And the, I feel like my complaints with this book, like a lot of books, are very adult complaints because I think <laughs> for for my kids, it's just fine and, and maybe even really good. Um, and this is a my own sort of reaction um, and experience with the book um, that like it's a very adult thing to find something overly sentimental like i don't think a lot of kids like right. think like oh this book is just really schmaltzy and, and overly sentimental um so yeah I, I i i totally get that you know uh nick no matter how adult those complaints are they will always be somebody's baby <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode check out our other content at 1001goodnights.com and help us out with a rating on your podcast platform of choice.